Got any pocket right. notes? Right, we're recording. Pocket pie. <laughs> Have you opened a toffee crisp just before? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll move the microphone. No, because now. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Don't Spoil the Ending, episode 20. This is a podcast about films, games, media, TV. I always kind of trail off there. I just It's like films and then games and then I don't know what. Stuff. Yeah, I always think you're going to go to general media. Yeah. <laughs> films, games, general media. The internet, memes. Just, it's just <laughs> but we're everything. on episode 20, that's a, that's a good number. A milestone. Yeah, two oh. yep. Great. Uh, Congratulations, guys. Yep. Ooh. Golf clap. Celebratory podcast about Jono. Radio 2 applause. <laughs> it's the most self, self-righteous self thing any of us have ever done. That. Clap ourselves for sitting in a room. <laughs> We've spoke about films for over 20 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, uh, let's introduce ourselves. I am Joe. I'm Nick. I'm Sam. And hi, I'm John. Good stuff, guys. Um, we're doing Grizz... Grizz... Hello. We're doing Grizzly Man this week. Grizzly Man. <laughs> it's, it's another correct contact. Contact. Another one of those moments. Um, yeah, so we've got Grizzly Man lined up for the show this week. Yeah, so. Werner Herzog. Yeah, great. It's a story about Timothy Treadwell. Yep. Yeah. Um, before we get on to that, should we talk about some general stuff this week? Can I start with a couple of things? Nothing to do with films or anything, just what we've been up to this week kind of thing. Uh, I mean, you guys won't have heard of this because we, we work in different offices, but me and Nick in the office with a few of the other guys been, did a Cheerios competition this week. <laughs> okay. on, on lunch, on well, lunch this when, week. When he says um, some of the guys, it was John and Meg. Yeah, Meg gave it a go, yeah. But How John many... was the main person who tried it. Basically, I have, I have a box of Cheerios and Meg posed the question, How many Cheerios? Can you fit up your nose? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Meg started off. I think she got one or two, did yeah, she? Maybe. She get, well, well, she didn't. She didn't dare do anymore. You, you got to about five or something. Like four. That. Well, I got four up there, but that was quite comfortable. I could put another two up easily, but I left it at four. So I'm, I'm currently the champion. I moment. just imagine you doing a line of Cheerios here. Yeah, just ground up. <laughs> ground up. You loads of them. We actually think that you might have uh, snorted one. Yeah, I was a bit worried. Like only three came back down. <laughs> oh. Oh. No, yeah, but that was good. That was a laugh. Uh, did that. <laughs> <laughs> and there's one other thing I just want to run by you guys. I might have mentioned it before. Stop me if this is boring. Moving on. <laughs> uh, me and Nick have discussed this a few times in work. Like a documentary idea, getting a documentary going. You know, that kind of thing. Just an idea for a documentary. Kind of fits in with Timothy Treadwell, Grizzly Man. Yeah. What the documentary be of? You, you well, the office kind of like no, no, no. You see, we're thinking like Nick is an atheist. I'm more of an agnostic. I posed a question a while ago in the office, like, would you sell your soul to the devil and actually sign a contract and do this properly? And Nick's well up for it. So I was thinking, do a documentary where he actually signs the the contract on the on the documentary. Okay. And then follow him and see what happens. <laughs> see if all this one through. Yeah, yeah. See, see if we become like stupidly rich in a very short amount of time, something like that. But you see, I've literally got the intro like in my head works out. It'll be like the back of you at a chair, like a dark a, a table in a chair. The camera slowly zooms into you and like a voiceover of you going, "I've always been an atheist." 
this, this means nothing to me signing this contract. You know, like a really dramatic opening. But like Joe kind of mentioned, I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> Just follow you around for a couple of years to see what happens. But yeah, do you, what do you think about that for an idea for a documentary? Like, Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Gen- genuinely, though, if 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 I did just manage to get like stardom like overnight, that would be a dead interesting uh, documentary. I mean, yeah. obviously, it's not going to happen. But you, you could do it as, rather than documentary, sort of like a YouTube vlog, sort of like a daily upload of sort of like what you've done that day, mm, like a video something. essay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's a good idea. Mm. You'd, yeah, get, so- you'd get your stardom more through that than a documentary. There's a future if that, podcast. If that's what you wanted. Yeah. Well, that's how, why you sell your soul, isn't it? How so ironic right? would that be? You become famous because of the documentary like video essay. That'd be amazing. And I'll just be tagging along and I haven't even sold my soul. I'd be like, yeah. Coattails. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> been an eventful week this yeah. week, hasn't it? Good stuff. Yep. So, I mean, Kevin Smith comes up with ideas on his podcast all the time. Does he? With, uh, Film ideas and actually made them, didn't he? Well, he mentioned Tusk on the podcast, Tusk. didn't he? That came up on a... Yep. That was about a guy that dressed up as a... Whatever it was. Yeah, a guy who was obsessed with killing, like, a walrus, was it? Walrus, yeah. So he'd, he'd, he'd capture people and yeah, turn yeah. them into a walrus to fight them. Yeah, that was a shit film. <laughs> <laughs> well, that came up on the podcast and it was like, should we do this podcast? And loads of people obviously replied, yeah. Yeah. Because they're not going to say no if they listen to his podcast kind of thing. Could we just quickly go into Kevin Smith a bit? Like, Because I think we're all familiar with him, aren't we? Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't call myself a fan anymore, but we're all familiar with Smith. Do you listen to the Smodcast at all? I don't anymore, but... Um, I, I used to. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I never listened to the Smodcast, but I listened to Tell Them Steve Dave, which yeah. is related. Yeah. It's, it's one of the Smod... What do they call it? It's Smodcast Network. Yeah, it's, it's Smodco. Yeah, it's the, it's it's the better one of the better shows on there. I remember one of the last ones I listened to was when the Dark Knight Rises came out, and he gave a great review for that. And I don't know why I stopped listening, to be honest. But he did a really good job of talking about that. But uh, yeah, film wise, it's fell off a cliff for me ever since like uh, Cop Out. I think he Jersey admits, girl. He admits it though. Yeah. Like, you, it, well, he admits cop out is his sort of, sort of like lowest, lowest point. Ever, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't get why because I, I, Dogma is probably my favourite film because I, I love Dogma. I'm going off chasing Amy a bit nowadays, but Clerks is great. More rats Clerks, is better yeah. than ever, I think. And then after that, he just kind of started doing. Jer- was it Jersey Girl? Did he do that? Uh, I think he did. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Did a cop out. <clears throat> yeah. Just. Doesn't do interesting stuff anymore, I don't think. Cop Out was sort of like, not Hollywood, but it had a bigger budget behind it and he had to follow someone else's idea. It wasn't his idea, like Clerks and Dogma. Like, Clerks yeah. was his baby kind of thing like that he maxed out credit cards for and sort yeah, of to like, make it. took to film festivals and was a dick at film festivals but somehow still made it. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, cause he just thought he was going to fail, didn't he? Sort of like, just the showing. I think some people even walked out of the show in for clerks and stuff yeah. like that. And then I think they then got the idea of doing it in black and white and stuff like that. So. I believe it was just cheaper, the film, black and white film's yeah. cheaper. So like say he maxed out like thirty grand on credit cards yeah, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. to make it. But it kind of benefited as well at the time from the whole Tarantino wave that was going on. You know, in indie filmmaking, Reservoir Dogs had just come out and people were going mad for it and then Pulp Fiction followed. And it kind of fit in with that Miramax indie mm. film wave that was yeah. going at the time, like yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched Clerks recently for the first time. I, I mean, I liked it. 
It's one of them films that when I was 14, I thought it was the best film I've ever seen kind of thing. But, you know, like nowadays, it looks like an amateur filmmaker, doesn't it, when you watch it now? I I don't... Well, that's it. Like, I could appreciate what it was and how it was done. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I I don't know if some of it just went over my head. Whether it's just watching that film in 2017, it's just that's what it is. And, like, one of the big things for me was there's loads of Star Wars references in it. And in 1994-95 that wasn't happening all over the place. So, like, as a Star Wars fan, you, when you watch that film and see it, you're like, oh, God, somebody else likes Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There's no internet or anything to find. There's, like, there's massive fan bases out there or anything. Yeah. Uh, but, like, like I say, nowadays, yeah, everyone likes Star Wars. It was yeah. kind of like, everyone does it. But back then, it was a bit quite unique, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. It's all over the place now with Star Wars. Yeah, it's like... quite big, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's doing all right, <laughs> A bit of dumb comment. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think there's too much Star Wars, to be honest. I agree with you. I mean, you're a fan and you're saying that. I don't like Star Wars. It's everywhere. I think when you get too much of something, it dilutes what, what's special about it kind of thing. I, yeah, that's that, that. you can carry that through anything, though, can't you? Yeah. Like, you might like a band, and then they get big, and then, I mean, everyone says, oh, no, I still, I still like them as much, but mm. when they were your own sort of thing... Yeah, like your discovery kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, and uh, quite the example of this is, have you heard of Skrillex? I've heard you mention him. Right. So Skrillex is like one of the top sort of DJs going these mm. days in the sort of scene. They call it the EDM scene, which just sounds very preposterous and up, up its own ass. Yeah. But, um, yeah. What does that stand for? Sorry. Um, electronic dance music. I was trying to. Think of a better one. I was thinking <laughs> digital or something, but no. Yeah, it's dance. just electronic dance music. Right. Like, um, yeah, he was in a band, and, I, and he was the singer of a band, and it wasn't a very good band, but it was like my favourite band when I was a teenager. Like, nobody knew who they were. Um, and yeah, so he used to use the whole Skrillex sort of moniker then, but he wasn't like a big thing. He wasn't a known thing. And uh, like, I used that on some of my usernames just because nobody knew what it was. It was just, it was like just an alter ego of a band guy. I like the band of, and then he blew up. He left the band, and then blew up into a, like a massive dance DJ. Used the name, so now a lot of my accounts look like I'm some weird little fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> because he went and won Grammys. He won like loads of Grammys. I'm <laughs> like, my and you're name just is this massive sellout fan kind of thing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like can you imagine going on Steam or someone then playing against like Lionel Richie one two three. That's what that was like, and it, 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 it Still fuming about that because I still can't change my PS4 one either. Yeah, it was better in the Commodores, you know, before he went <laughs> before he went solo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think that I think that idea flows through most most things in life. Everything's great when it's just an undiscovered you know, yeah. your own thing. I like a band at the moment that that's happening too. They they headline. I think they're headlining the Warped Tour now. Dance Come and Dance, one of my favorite bands. They have been for years, and now they're starting to get loads of commercial success. And I'm like. Don't yeah, like this anymore. just tone it down a bit. <laughs> I mean, I like, I like, still like all the music, and like, think it's as good as it's ever been. But I'm like, stop getting so many fans. Yeah, Matt stop. Before, yeah, becoming popular. <laughs> you were my band. <laughs> so what's going on to this podcast? <laughs> well, John was not here today. He's making it big somewhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's left. Yeah. No, he's not left. Uh, just, just on that. Like, come much quickly. Come back to the Star Wars thing. Like. I'm totally fine. I know, like, the point you mentioned there, how it's just everywhere now. For me, there's, like, there's levels of it. Like, for me, you shouldn't have more than one film of any series every three years. It should be a three-year gap, at least, really. Like, there's, like, one a year now, and it's like, that's too much, you know? One a year is too much. Is is this Disney? 
being Disney. Disney yeah, yeah. did the same with Marvel. I liked Marvel until it was like a million films a year, and then it's like there's nothing special about it anymore. Like yeah. it's just every couple of months you'll get a new Marvel film kind of thing. The, yeah, just they dilute what's good about yeah their properties. Yeah, yeah. So to bring it back to a Disney rant again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Is there anybody else? Do anything they want to talk about this week? Quite yeah, a few that films. That doesn't include snorting Cheerios or <laughs> uh, making Nick sell his soul to the devil. Yeah. yeah, yeah I've got a few things. Lap, it might <laughs> to lap him, man. Just you know, watch this space. Yeah. Well, I mean, I suppose he could do it on the podcast, couldn't he? It's not an audio format. A verbal agreement. Cool. Do some EVPs one time, maybe. Try and get a few electronic voice phenomena on the podcast. Yeah. Ooh, I, I could I could literally like sell my soul to the devil on the podcast, yeah. and you can get audio of the devil talking back to you. <laughs> Just sign here, please, Nick. And <laughs> multi-platform then. Yeah, you have a podcast and a YouTube channel then. Uh, how, about, how about how about Nick? You you request. I would like to sign my soul away to the devil, and then we'll leave a pause and we'll see if there's any sort of like. Well, I actually EVP uh, feedback. Uh, after John asked me, I actually googled it and I was like, oh, it doesn't seem that bad. <laughs> well, don't don't commit to it. Just like. Just sort of say I'm considering it, yeah. and then see if there's a response in the. Leave, leave yourself some room to yeah. wiggle room. Wiggle yeah. room I think I, I think I think you kind of ask him, and then then like yeah, he, he comes in, he comes up with his horns and stuff, and uh, and and big scepter, and um and and you basically say right, you can have my soul, but first I want to be a billionaire for the rest of my life. I want I want worldwide fame, and uh, and. I want to live forever. Okay. Oh, did you hear it? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, I'd like... Uh, Nick's opinions do not reflect the opinions of the Don't Spoil the podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm agnostic, just point out. <laughs> please, please do not email in. If the devil's listening. <laughs> please do, uh, use Nick's personal email address if he's going to email in. Yeah. Or just my Twitter, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> if the devil's listening, tweet Nick, don't we? Uh, <laughs> I feel like we're on really like shaky ground. <laughs> maybe. Like, yeah, but we've, maybe you never know. We might, I mean, might I, I, I didn't really fancy getting back into that anyway. But I can I, imagine John's going to go home, and then for some reason, we're all going to look at Twitter tomorrow, and he's going to have a million followers. <laughs> it's like, What's this happened? <laughs> yeah. I, I could just blow up overnight now. Like literally, <laughs> could do it well. It's the devil, so yeah. Uh, right, move on from that. <laughs> move on as quickly as possible. Um, what are we going to say, Nick? I've got a few films that I watched last week. I wanted to bring up a, a, a few, like like another list, like I did last week. Take your time. Uh, right. Okay. I can't remember any of them. <laughs> no. Um. Good right. start. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Oh, okay. uh, the Illusionist. Yeah, what? Right, okay, I've watched The Illusionist. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> so, John, what films is Nick <laughs> Has anyone watched The Illusionist? Seen this? No? Yeah, no, I have, but it was literally 10 years Edward ago when it came Martin, out. You, have you seen The Prestige? Yes, great It's It's it, like John said, it came out not long after that. Mm. It's it's kind of similar. Well, it's not at all, but it's, it's you can tell it's. Um, it was made because of yeah it feels to me like how they did like Armageddon and Deep Impact they always have like two similar films in production it feels like The Prestige and The Illusionist a similar kind of thing I enjoyed it it's a good film Um, I'd I'd recommend it Um, it's on Netflix if anyone's got Netflix so you know get on there yeah 
Like I said, yeah. I watched it 10 years ago. I can't remember anything about it at all now. It's mm. such a long time ago now to watch it. Apart from that, I watched an, an, an old classic, um, which I, I don't, I've ne- I'd never seen before, so I thought I'd give it a go. Uh, the Fly. Anyone seen it? Yep. Uh, I, I know the story. I've seen the Simpsons parody. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I don't think I've actually ever watched the film. I think I'd seen a parody. It might have been on the Simpsons, to be honest. Um but I've never seen the film, so I thought I'd give it. It's really good, actually. It's quite a good film. Really. Yeah, I love it. David Cronenberg. It's like body horror and stuff like. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's great. Jeff Goldblum is amazing in it. Gina Davis. I also watched uh, Last Vegas. Yep. This one's a bit more of a newer film. It's got um, all the all the old men from Hollywood. So it's got uh, Samuel Jackson and yeah. Robert De Niro. Um, all the other old ones. They're not in it, are they? What? Las Vegas. <laughs> Is it not like Michael Douglas, Morgan Freeman? <laughs> what who did I say? Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> oh no. And that, Robert that, De Niro. That sounds really racist. <laughs> Is De Niro in it? Yeah, I'm sure he is. Yeah. Was he? Was he the other guy? Yeah, yeah. He's definitely in it, but um, yeah. I just got the black guy. So <laughs> I, I, no, that wasn't even my fault. Well, it was, but I think Kevin, <laughs> I think Kevin Klein's in it as well. I think <laughs> this, this, this podcast is going in a really bad direction, isn't it? I, I've already sold my soul. This is what's happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to bother editing any of that up <laughs> to teach you all a lesson. We're, we're leaving it in. That's my bad. Here it's got uh, Morgan Freeman, Robert De Niro, Michael Douglas. And they all uh, have one last blowout before they die. Is it not for Michael Douglas's wedding? Yeah, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's just a hangover. For all people, pretty basically. Much. Uh, that's pretty much what it is. He's getting married to a young, like a really young woman into Michael Douglas. So he gets all his old mates to come out and have a, a blowout with him. But during the course of the film, he realises, what am I doing marrying like a 30-year-old woman? I should be, you know... You can pretty much guess what was going to happen yeah. in the film, to be honest. Is it just like drugs and... Like, oh, it actually is, yeah. Snorting Cheerios. Yeah. yeah. It's, more, it's more like drugs as in, like, like heart pills and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. No, it's a rec- I'd recommend it for, for a bit of light watching. It's good for Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, my last one on the list is a, a film called From Hell. You seen it? Yeah. You've probably seen no, it, yeah. But it sounds like that's where you're going after the recent conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not from hell. I'm going to hell. <laughs> uh, you're in the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one's... Uh, what's his name? Oh, what's his bloody name? Uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah, that one. It's Johnny Depp. Um, yeah. And he is uh, a police detective who's investigating the um, Yorkshire... Nope. The uh, Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper, yep. not Yorkshire Ripper. Jack the Ripper. Um, <laughs> a lot of them. Yeah, he's investigating the Jack the Ripper murders. Um, it's really quite interesting. It's I, got I it, have heard of that one. Um, yeah, definitely heard of it. It's got its own theory as to who the murderer is. Yeah. Don't know if I buy it, but... Well, it's, when I was growing up, I, that was like a, a popular theory that it was a royal surgeon, I believe. Is that what the film mm-hmm. makes out? Who was Jack the Ripper kind of thing? Oh, and I, I heard that load when I was a kid. Not only was like, it like a royal surgeon, though, he was like, it, it was part of like the Illuminati, which that yeah. got a bit far fetched for me at that point. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't, isn't Jack the Ripper the one where they connected, they thought they'd solved it, and they said, well, it was this Polish hairdresser. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> that's the same Jack. Yeah. Um, but apparently, no, like they, they debunked that. Not I'm, like sh- that. I'm, I'm sure they've 
not long ago, they've actually come out with another theory saying, oh no, this time we got it. We know who it is. We got it this time. <laughs> so, I mean, I've, I can't remember the story, but I was reading about it. So it might be worth having, checking that out. Yeah. Um, not long ago, they might have actually found the real murderer. Yeah, just one final point on the film as well. You might have heard of it because it was based on a comic book, like a graphic novel kind of thing, right. in a similar veins like Watchmen and stuff like that. And it was directed by the Hughes brothers, who were like hot property at the time. But they did the Book of Eli. That's another the film I know that they did. But yeah, I really like Book of Eli. Yeah, let me mention it. Yeah, films, Book of Eli, mm-hmm. on the religious sort of context. So, yeah. Yep. Hmm. Anything else? Nick? No, that's my list of films. Uh. Cool. I watched uh, Ted Two recently. Oh yeah. First time or? First time I've seen that. Uh, I've seen Ted One before. It's not um, as good as the first, is it? No, it's a good no, film, but it's not as good. Yeah, there, there were parts that I found funny. Um, not got much to say about it, to be honest. But it was it was a one of them passable. So I can put this on for a bit. But. Yeah, I, I was really disappointed with it. I, I quite like the first one, but two just felt like a cheap cashing kind of thing. Literally, they're just rushing it out quickly to you know make a bit more money off it. Yeah, that surprises me. Well, it doesn't surprise me, but you know you liked that. <clears> yeah, the first one. To go, I said hot rod. There was a joke in there that had Family Guy humor, and then we had feedback from listeners saying. What are they on about? The Hot Rod's got Family Guy like humour in it. Like, no, there was about one one joke in the film. <laughs> um, but that that Ted Ted and Ted Two is literally that is Family Guy. Mm. It's, it's that's who that is. Yeah, Seth MacFarlane. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So like, if you liked that, maybe you should finally give Family Guy a go. No. I feel, I, I, <laughs> what, what I feel, what, what, well, well, not a feel. I know John said it before. It's it, it doesn't like the old, the idea of the whole. Uh, like flashbacks to like like stupid memories kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, but but on on that I think you should watch American Dad because that is the same kind of humour, but it it's basically like Ted but in cartoon form because it is it I prefer it to be honest. It's a lot yeah. more so it's a lot more uh, story based as well. Like on mm. subject of cartoons. Has anyone ever watched Mo- uh, Rick and Morty? Yeah, I have watched it before. Right. I watched a few minutes of that. Because I was like, you know what? People seem to like this. I think I actually got onto them through. Um, I was watching. Well, I was listening to you know, Hurt by Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. And I was on the comment section, just looking at the top comments. Because normally I just check the top comments, see what it was. And like every top comment on that was about Rick and Morty. I was like, <laughs> so was it? This must have been used in an episode of that. So that sort of made me a bit more aware of what Rick and Morty is. I know I, what I've heard. Are you sure it was their version? Are you sure it weren't Johnny Cash's version? No one. Cares no, it was about the, the nine, nine It was the Nine Inch Nails <laughs> version. Yeah. So like, I, I thought like a few weeks later, I came across a video on Facebook. It was like a full episode of Rick and Morty. Just on, on on Facebook, so I was like, I'll watch a few minutes of this. Where like Rick is like a scientist, and he made himself into a pickle. <laughs> and I actually I watched about four, three or four minutes of it. It was I thought it was quite funny actually. I've watched. He's like, Murray, I'm a pickle. <laughs> and he's like, Why are you a pickle? I was like, Why not? <laughs> so like, I was like, It's it, yeah. It was. I've watched like five or six episodes of it. Like, do you know what it's about? Like in general the show no it, I, well i imagine it's a scientist who lives in a garage or something well it was it, it like started off and it's just like this kid and he's got this drunk drunk um scientist granddad kind of yeah. thing and his granddad's just like oh come on let's let's go and travel to a different planet <laughs> kind of and honestly it's just weird it's it is funny though having watched a very small amount of it that was a spot-on impression <laughs> but yeah no i might, I might actually give a bit, a bit more of that of a watch i'll report back in the future it, it, it like I've, I've i've not watched any more than I've, like it's been a while, like good year maybe since I've watched an episode, but like I've watched six episodes. I don't know why I didn't watch more yeah. of it to be honest. I watched a bit of Futurama recently. I love classic. Futurama. Yeah, love Futurama. Amazing. 
I'm yeah. sure I might just be making this up, but I'm sure not long ago I've seen that there's news that it might be getting a, a reboot or something. I think that news floats around every yeah, I guess 18 months. You go, oh, Futurama sh- might be coming back. And then yeah. one day it did. And then it, then it went away again. <laughs> yeah, they did those like uh, standalone films that they then chopped up and aired as TV episodes. which was kind of like, well, what's the point? <laughs> just yeah. do, do a new series. Like. But no, they did actually do a series after that. Yeah, they did, did they? the films and they did one more series. Oh, right. Yeah, with the, all the original like voice cast and everything. Yeah. I'm sure that's what they were talking about, though, doing another. <laughs> and like you say, it happens every year or so. But yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure they're saying it again now. Yeah, but like Family Guy got cancelled like two or three times and then brought back and then. Like, yeah. Well, it, I know it got cancelled the once after like it might have only been the first season. It was really early on, like two thousand three like, or four. Or I mean, it was like after yeah. season three it got cancelled. It? But like because of like how much um, money they were making on like DVD sales, they were like, all right, I kind of want a bit more of this actually. <laughs> yeah, I remember I, I bought seasons one, two, and three on DVD, and like that's how I heard about it. I don't yeah. even know how why I picked it up or anything. I just just saw them. And yeah, them yeah. Like one of the seasons. There seemed to be a lot more back in the early two thousands. People seem to have a lot more power in terms of getting TV shows renewed. Because like, people were constantly trying to get Firefly. I know they never got it done in the end, but they were, trying, they were banging on trying to get Firefly remade, which never happened. But you know what I mean? Like, you don't really hear that nowadays, where people are like, petitioning for, for, for shows to be... Uh, yeah. I, I, I see a fly, Firefly um, petition going yeah. on like, at, 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 about once a year, same as mm. Futurama kind of thing. But, I mean, I, I'd love to see that back again, but... Can we talk about, um, can we move on to Game of Thrones? I know you've got a podcast on it since I edit it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, like that latest episode, I'll give you my point of view on it. I thought it was the best episode in a long time. I thought it was the best one. Now, I listened to a bit of your podcast. Yeah. And I know, John, you weren't that fond of it. Oh, I liked it. Yeah, critical though. It just all feels a bit predictable to me. That's the only yeah, the biggest. Yeah, You know, when you're, not that, when you're not that shot by anything, it's kind of like, well... Yeah, no, I, I get that. Yeah. Um, that leaked early, and yeah. so in in this country, it is is it on a Monday night? It technically has at two in the morning on a yeah. Monday, I think. Okay. Yeah, I I watched that episode Saturday morning, like nine in the morning. Yeah, because I went and found a version of it, legal probably legally. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to uh, say, are we are we allowed to say that? <laughs> I'll care anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, I think we're okay. Yeah, no, well, it was news, wasn't it? It came out and uh, got leaked. So I watched I watched an old... Not, um, it was like it had the watermark on it of the India TV station. It had the little time clock on the bottom, which was like running. Was this? The start and the end. The, this, the, the mad thing about it, the start had the whole, you know, the TV like test signal where it's just colours and like a beep noise. That was at the start of it. And then at the end, it was the credits, but with like no sound. <laughs> So it, was just, so it was like after the credits, it was like a real rerun of the intro he, of the show. Sure, there was. I don't think there was any sound on that. This is the no, thing no, I was no, going to say. Sorry, the, I, didn't mean yeah. the I meant like the it was um it was a repeat of the the intro scene. Oh, okay. So the intro sort of All credits, right. and they replayed that with no sound on it. Which was like obviously, if, you know, for people who want to use that for editing purposes or whatever. Yeah. But I, I found I I watched a version of it like that, and whilst it was cool to watch it early. Kind of regretted watching it because right. I wanted to watch that in HD after I'd watched it. Um, do you know what I mean? Like, I kind yeah, of, definitely. Like, it's being whole... such an action-heavy episode and stuff, was, you want to. Yeah. Was yeah. that released as a result of the hack? Yes. Yeah, so HBO got hacked, and there's a lot of things going on about it. I think a couple of episodes of Ballers got uh, released, and an episode of something else. But um, apparently, yeah, there's that... been a lot of like 
actors' details and and producers' details that they're basically threatening to release like actual contact information and bank details and all this jazz. HBO are saying that they haven't got that. No, they've they've literally said that they're they're refusing that that's been 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 obtained. Yeah, Yeah. I would have thought HBO was sort of like almost like a distributor. They're not like I know they'll have some original programming, but don't they just? Aren't they just a station where like the, a production company will make the show and then they buy the rights to show? Yeah, pretty much like a TV show. like a film studio kind mm. of thing. Like yeah, I don't. I I would almost believe them that they wouldn't they wouldn't have that information on actors and producers. Yeah. Well, talking of HBO and Game of Thrones, I've uh, put together a little game for you. Oh. Right. So we are like this has been inspired by uh, the, the latest meme. This is meme news now. This is the meme news <laughs> meme news section. <laughs> meme um, news update. <laughs> so after the recent like, episode of Game of Thrones, it was there pictures of Bran going round, but with tweets from Jaden Smith's Twitter account. Now Jaden Smith is Will Smith's son, and he's known for being a bit of a weirdo. Is this going to be that video that he did where it's like octopuses have eight legs? <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one. Have you ever seen that video? No. Oh, you need to watch this video. Well, like, yeah. So I'm basically I'm going to pick a couple of quotes out, and we're going to go around the room and see if you think that it's a Jaden Smith quote or a Bran Stark quote. So that's what we're going to do here. Okay. All right. Get the first one up. I want to point out I have no knowledge of either <laughs> of them really. So. So you're coming in last place here. Maybe. All right. I'm assuming it's, it's going to be a 50-50 chance. <laughs> so is this a Bran quote or a Jaden Smith quote? I didn't want anyone to die for me. I'm looking at... Jaden Smith. You're going for Jaden Smith. Nick, what are you going for? <laughs> See, like, the, the the smart money would go with Bran, but I'm, I have to go with Jaden. <laughs> no, it's definitely Bran. And I'm going Jaden, though. <laughs> Sam? I mean, I agree with both of you, but I'm still going to go with Jaden Smith. Are you all going for Jaden Smith? Yeah. No, well, I'll switch to Bran then. If this were Oh, no, don't. No, you keep I'm stick, switching stick over to, to Bran. Okay, well, I'll take you. Well, it, that was a quote by Bran Stark. Yes. I, I, I knew it was. <laughs> I actually knew it was. But... Um, okay. <clears throat> uh... No more switching. Like <laughs> <laughs> How can mirrors be real if our eyes aren't real? That's definitely Jaden. Jaden. Definitely Jaden. Jaden. That's all. You're all correct there. <laughs> all then. <clears throat> How can mirrors be real if eyes aren't real? <laughs> that, that, that <laughs> was, I, can't, I can't even comprehend. That was actually like, from that video I was on about before. Like, right. there's a video of him just like he look, looks into the camera and goes, "How can mirrors be real if eyes aren't real?" <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was one of the main ones I saw. It was a picture of Brand speaking and then that quote underneath it. <laughs> um, okay. All the rules in this world were made by someone no smarter than you, so make your own. Is that a Jaden Smith or is that a Brand Stark book quote? Just repeat that for me, please. <clears throat> and all the rules in this world were made by someone no smarter than you, so make your own. I'm going to go... Bran. Bran sounds, Stark. It sounds yeah. too long a sentence for Jaden Smith. <laughs> I'm definitely going with Bran. Bran. That's a Jaden Smith quote. <laughs> no, no, Jaden. Is it actually Jaden? No, no, actually... J- <laughs> it was. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, Sounds really smart. Yeah. <laughs> if newborn babies could speak, they would be the most intelligent beings on planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Jaden. Jaden. Yep, Jaden. That's a Bran Stark quote. That's oh. a, a James Smith quote. <laughs> Chaos is a ladder. That's definitely Bran. Though. Yeah, Bran. Well, actually, it's Lil Finger, really, but let's go with Bran. <laughs> Bran. I'll go with Bran. Buff these two knowledge. <laughs> That was a Bran Stark quote. Yeah. Wasn't even a Littlefinger quote. That. It actually was. Littlefinger was speaking before that, apparently. No, no, but like in season three, um, Littlefinger, Littlefinger did say that. Did that that's why Bran said it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to get all nerdy. <laughs> Someone needs to fact check that. <laughs> no, I actually did for last episode. That's why That's why I know. Um, is this a Bran Stark quote or a Jaden Smith quote? Dying is mainstream. Hashtag money. Brand, brand, definitely brand. Yeah, definitely brand. I'm Jaden. 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 Yes, Jaden. Watching Game of Thrones started using hashtags in the show. Yeah, that would be amazing. That hashtag sword. Like Brand just turns the camera, just tweet me to let me know what you think about the last scene. I'm here, only I'm broken. Will you fix me? That's a tough one. Say it again, please. I'm here, only I'm broken. Will you fix me? <laughs> I, I, can, I can imagine both of them saying it. I'm going to go for a brand. I'm going with Jaden, sorry. I'll go Jaden. It's a brand stark. Oh, oh, fuck. No, no. <laughs> no. Too much. I dream of a tree sometimes. <laughs> right, I'm going to have to go with Bran. Bran. Jaden. The Weirwood Tree. The brand's dark. Yes. And the last one this week. This week is just going to be a weekly feature. <laughs> <laughs> Trees are never sad. Look at them every once in a while. They're quite beautiful. Oh, no. well, judging by the last quote, I kind of want to go brand because it's yeah. got to be trees. It's got to be brand. It's got to be. I don't know if Joe's throwing it in there. Oh, I'm going with Jaden. You're going with Jaden? Yeah. Jaden. I'll go with Bran. What's a Jaden Smith quote? Oh, yes. I was hoping that would be a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were trying to trip us up last one. And the bonus question, I watch Twilight every night. Was that Bran Stark or Jaden Smith? Oh, Joe Marsh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bleep my last name out of that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right, okay. My last name gets mentioned all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so that, that's me done with, with my stuff. The only other things I've done, well, I don't know, um, I've done my fantasy football team and it's relying very heavily, both of them, on Christian Eriksen. And that, that new stories have came out that he might go to Barcelona now. So I'm not very happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, the, the very last thing I'm going to talk about this week. Can I just, before you do, can I just mention, going back to that quiz, I think we almost virtually drew. I think Inman might have won by one. I mean, it might have finished level. If only we had, we had someone here who could, was good at math. Jono! <laughs> <laughs> Count this up, foes, and let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, last thing I'd say, uh, I've listened to a lot of music over the last like, couple of weeks. Dance Gavin Dance, I like them. They're one of my favourite bands. I've mm-hmm. listened to a lot of that. It's They've went through three different singers over their career, and every era has been amazing. They've had something like 20 members over the time. But yeah, it's what, like really good. I recommend that if you're into weird post-hardcore, strange, like intricate, <laughs> like post-hardcore 
I'm just imagining the iTunes like genres, right? Post hardcore, uh, strange, intricate. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's. I don't know. It's been it's been called everything from that to like math rock or like yeah, you know, like just intricate. It's like technical music with two singers or like a singer and a screamer and stuff. So I've listened to all of that. I've like this. I'm not the first person to do this, but I've started to discover that I like Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I love Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, so yeah, big fan of Kendrick. I've been listening to a lot of that recently. I feel like I'm I'm about five six years late on that particular. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, and, uh, he's, 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 and uh, quote, quoting Dr. Dre, he's, he's he's at the top of his playlist on uh, yeah. Dr. Dre's playlist. So yeah. And Tyler, the Creator's album was released a couple of weeks ago, and yeah, that's really good. That's that's a. It's a departure from his usual sort of thing, which is a bit more offensive. Um, he said in an interview that he much preferred the stuff that he was producing. Um, and so he, he took a lot of his own stuff out of it, so kept his raps a lot shorter. And he was like, this isn't my funniest album. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I really like it. It's, not, it's probably not my favourite one he's done, but he's got, getting commercial success with this one. I know he had before, but... Yeah, it's 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 a it's a different style of music that he's creating. I, I quite liked it. Just just on the subject of rappers, it's just a little anecdote. Yeah. Uh, you might have seen a, a, a little uh, news article um, that came out this week. Um, uh, <laughs> okay. The the rapper ASAP. Have you heard of the rapper ASAP Rocky? <laughs> yes, this is a great news story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I just loved it. There was a news story to, um, this week that said that Liam Gallagher thought he was called. WhatsApp Ricky. <laughs> I thought that was a, just genius. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, the Gallagher's are just both amazing. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's all I was really wanted to talk about. Um, that's yeah. all I've got this week. I've just gone to the uh, the app that you were on about, and I well, you you got to use it before it got uh, <laughs> withdrawn, didn't you? I did. Yeah, yeah. Is the um, there's the app's called Face App. And for one evening only, they allowed you to. Um, <laughs> that wasn't a selling point, like for one evening only. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, like so they added an update feature where you could basically look at what you look like under different races. So if yeah. you were a white guy like me, you could go, well, this is what I'd look like if I was either black or from India or <laughs> Asian. Um, yes, yeah, so I used that app before it got taken straight off the marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> um, did like did did it force an update or you, no? Because not... the way it works is it like sort of links in. It's like a server thing. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, so it's like an automatic update almost. I guess it'd be like a Snapchat filter. So like Snapchat yeah. changer filters all the time whenever you yeah, update yeah. the. Yeah, so I I was able to use that before that rightly got taken off the uh, <laughs> off the air. Uh, yeah, I mean, he sent me a picture of me, uh, <laughs> and I look like Bill Cosby. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd already, I couldn't find an original photo of you on my phone so quickly because I was so excited to use the app. And <laughs> I came across a picture of you that I'd done where I'd put the old filter on you already, and then I'd, I applied the the terminology was the black filler. And that, that's came, actually how they what they called it. Yeah, it was like Caucasian black. Indian, I think, and Asian. Asian. Yeah. And then I just went, like, John just came out looking like Bill Cosby. Yeah, so, I was quite happy with it. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a lot of stuff coming up, haven't you, Bill? Yeah. <laughs> got a court case this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, 
Edmund, have you got anything you want to go into? A uh, couple of shows. Um, Seinfeld, which I've obviously mentioned before, sort of really getting to the end of that and trying to just blast through it, so I do just finish it. Yeah, I, I, I fell way behind from where, from where you are, but I still love it, though. The uh, the point that you made where Kramer sort of like works in an office, I, that episode came up. It's right. just a self-contained... Is it just a one-off thing? Like, yeah, like, I don't know, I had a no. memory, it's been like from 20 years ago now, but I had a memory like going through the whole season or something. No. Um, you do actually find out a, a few episodes later like what his real job was. So basically, he gets a phone call and he puts the phone down, puts his coat on, and he's like, where are you going? He's like, oh, the strike's been called off. It's like, so he's been on strike for sort of like 12 years. Apparently. Like, That's quite so, good. Um, they're all like, what, you were on strike? And I'm like, well, it's embarrassing to be unemployed. <laughs> so, uh, no, I'm just trying to get through that because it is just, it's a bit far-fetched now. Like I, like I said, sort of like, it, it does that from season three, but it slowly just gets worse and worse. Really. It's like more zany kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, the other show is Sneaky Pete, which is the Amazon original, which I watched... About six episodes pretty quickly, and then just never went back to it. And I'm not not entirely sure why. I think like uh, I wasn't a great fan of um, Brian Cranston. I don't think he suits his character. Um, but I just not. I just think there was a few other things that I was just watching anyway, so I never really went back to it. Nothing else to watch I've recently, been... so I went back to it, watched seven, eight, and nine, all in one go, because it just hooked me again, and I was like. I need to I need to carry on watching this, but I think I'm not sure there's that many episodes of season one left anyway. Right. See, so. No, I've I watched the first, the pilot of the like yeah. when it first aired. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I, I, same as you. I don't know why I haven't picked it back up again. Um, I really should do to be honest. But. No, it was really good. I'm, but, I'm the same as you today. I watched the first two episodes, enjoyed it, never went back to it. Yeah. It's yeah. I think it's worth sticking with because like because it's about a con man. You sort of you are trying to work out what he's doing and whether he's doing a con and then if, if this is part of a, a long con so you, you there are sort of like theories behind it and like who yeah. know who knows what and sort of like what's going on and stuff like it's, that so it is it's really good i like is it is it just a one season so far? i think it's one season so far and then I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was continued next year or whatever i do like some of the amazon originals though yeah. like there is some really good amazon originals out there so and it, i think the next thing i was looking at was a uh, hand of god um, I, see, I, I that's another one I've watched the first episode because right. I really like uh, the lead actor. Yeah, of, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. Yeah. Yeah. he's in Sons of Anarchy. That's, the, I, I, I yeah. loved him in that, so yeah. I, I was like, oh, I, I kind of fancy a bit more Ron Perlman. Yeah, <laughs> um, again, I watched the first episode. It, it's, I, I didn't really like him in that role so much. Like, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I prefer him as like a big. Like lead guy, he seemed too vulnerable in that for me. The the attraction of watching that was that he he is in it. So yeah. like, I'm wondering, wonder if I have the same feelings when I come. I mean, get definitely to give it. it a go. Yeah, like, I I I intended on watching more. I just didn't get round to it, but um, definitely give it a go. No, nearly finished Seinfeld and sneaky should be finishing Sneaky Pete pretty soon, which I recommend. Cool. I've just got one film really, if that's okay. But I feel like you're not a big Batman Begins fan, Nick, are you? I wouldn't say I'm... Oh, yeah, I'm not. not yeah. <laughs> and I don't know, have you, have you seen it in a minute? Watched it a long time ago on, like, a school trip or something. Oh, right, okay. Well, I might need to just talk at you then, Joe, if that's okay for a minute, because I know you're a fan of... Which one was this? Batman Begins, the first Nolan Batman film. Um, the funny thing is, I rewatched the second and third in this 
Trilogy recently. I didn't watch the first one. Well, it's funny. It. Uh, I mean, I've not seen it since like 2012 when the the Dark Knight Rises came out. I think that's probably the same for me. Yeah, me and Mike went from work to do like a double bill of the the first two films in one night. That that was amazing. But yeah, I put it on last Sunday and absolutely loved it. On a bit of a Nolan kick after uh, Dunkirk the other week. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was fantastic and it's even more like even more powerful now watching it after you know how the trilogy finishes. Because there's so many motifs that go all the way through the, the, the whole trilogy that you only pick up on at the end kind of thing. Uh, do you remember like, the whole why do we fall thing they always go back yeah, to? Yeah. It's like, well, why do we fall, Master Wayne? And it's like, so we can learn to pick yourselves back up. But like that comes back in, in The Dark Knight Rises, but it's all over Batman Begins. You know, they've laid the groundwork there to kind of fit through them all. That that Just speaking from a sort of overall point of view, that film is just a groundwork film, isn't it? It's introducing you to Christian Bale as Batman. It is, but I mean, I'm going to come on to it, but I think... This, I think this is better than The Dark Knight after watching it again last week. As a standalone film, I think it works better. I think, I think it's the best of the trilogy, to be honest with you. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. It ties back into sort of your rewatch atmosphere. Totally. Nolan. The Nolan thing, me and Nick were talking about the prestige and work today and just talking about it. It's like, oh yeah, that happened. What do you, you wouldn't even know that happened yeah. unless you watched it again kind of thing. You know, there's bits with in that, that film that you wouldn't pick up on. that film, I've seen it once. I've loved it. I absolutely love the film, but I do feel like I need to watch it again to understand it yeah, properly. Definitely. There's bits in that film that you're designed not to get it on a first watch, you know what I mean? On a second watch, you're like, oh, of course, you know, yeah. that, that, that kind of thing. That is great planning and foresight to build that into your first film, knowing that in the second or third film, whatever, like, that that's going to be picked back up again. and sort Yeah, of you're going like to call back to it. Yeah, yeah. Even to the point of in, like, the, they mention all the time, like, uh, Liam Neeson, this is Al Gull in the first one. And he mentions theatricality and deception all the time, you know, like these are the agents we use. And then Baines repeats that all over The Dark Knight Rises, you know, they, they keep calling back to stuff in this yeah. earlier film. Yeah, I just loved it. There's a few few points I want to go into if that's okay. Just the fact that, like, uh, Christian Bale is Bruce Wayne and Neeson is Ra's al Ghul. And it's a, a standard comic trope, but they start off as friends at the start of the film, like best friends, and they end up becoming villains. They call it out an unbreakable, that that's how, like, all proper comic book villains start, they become friends with the hero mm. and end up having to like, because of ideology, they end up facing off at the end of the film. Yeah. And it, it falls into that like archetype as well. I loved that. Uh, I've got a few other points here. Like uh, when Batman finally turns up at the end to fight Liam Neeson, like one of the quotes, he says to him, you took my advice about theatricality a bit literally. But <laughs> 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 he literally flies. In. <laughs> uh, little Game of Thrones quote, Joffrey turns up in Batman Begins. Oh, he's the kid. Little he? kid, yeah. That was yeah. quite good. Uh, Katie before, Hope before he became evil King Joffrey yeah yeah I think the Scarecrow must have turned him in this film yeah. or something <laughs> yeah uh, the only like one negative point for me there's a few things like Bale's voice people have a go at I'm not bothered about that uh, and the action isn't handled very well in the first one because Nolan didn't really know what he was doing yet action wise but it almost plays into the film because Batman is in the shadows you never see him it almost plays into that feeling of like you never see Batman properly because he's always flitting in and out of screen. Yeah. When the reality is that Nolan just didn't know how to shoot an action scene. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. In the sequels, you see him fight people all over the place, but it almost works into the, the mythos of, of Batman kind of thing. That yeah, I, uh, I like that. That's, it's sort of it. It's almost like it was un, unintentional. Just it was good placement, wasn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like you know, like he'll fly in from the, the top of the screen and grabs one and fly out again, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, the only my, my biggest issue with it is Katie Holmes as uh, Rachel Dawes. Right, I right. think in the Dark Knight they made an upgrade by getting Maggie Gyllenhaal to play that character because Katie Holmes is pretty bad. I think uh, there's one bit at the end of the film where 
Batman reveals his Bruce Wayne to her by repeating a quote back to her. And she's meant to like play it as if to say, like, oh my god, it's Bruce. But she goes, Bruce? You know, like, <laughs> really, like goofy face, like it's meant to this big this big emotional scene and she's like, Bruce? <laughs> yeah, she's not great. Yeah. But uh just my final point is one of the good things about it is the, the very end of the film, Katie Holmes has got the silk blouse on. You can see her nipples through the silk blouse. That, that, <laughs> that was really good. That was one of the film's highlights. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're doing so well. Yeah. <laughs> five out of five. Uh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah uh, my favourite at the moment of the Batman trilogy. But on a rewatch of the second and third, maybe... I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going to go back to The Dark Knight next, so... Because I, I, watched, I watched the second and third recently, and on a second watch for the third one... I was like, this is much better than I remember it being, and I loved it back then. That's why I love. The, I, I've always loved the third one because I've watched it so many times. It works better and better every time. Like this. Yeah, I, I think the second's my favorite. It really is. It's not just because of Heath Ledger. No, I mean, I mean, everyone loves Part Two, don't they? Yeah, but like yeah. Part Three is isn't far away. It's it's really good. Can I just mention something quickly? The thing that ne- always didn't sit right with me about about Part Two, the Harvey Dent stuff at the end just feels a bit rushed. And apparently, I've read recently they were planning on doing Two Face in the third film, but obviously with what happened with Heath Ledger, they ended up making Two Face like there's almost like a fourth act to that film. You know, like you get to the third act, you think oh it's wrapping up, then there's a fourth act with Two Face, and you're like, oh, what's going? You know, it yeah, feels a bit it? extended kind of thing. But that was meant to be the third film. They've, just, they've crammed it all into that second film because they didn't know whether they'd even do a third film at that point. So it's, it sounds like with that, and then the whole action scene that you mentioned in the first film how it was filmed. It's it's very much like a lot of that was not so much like cobbled together, but it, it's that's because that's not the right way to say it. But it was very much that it's unintentionally got Definitely. all these parts in it that when you bring them together it still builds Definitely a, it, a classic trilogy. Definitely. It's an amazing film, The Dark Knight, but it just does feel a bit like they had to work on the fly a bit. I mean, you can't really blame Heath Ledger, can you? Oh, you when it died. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it does feel a bit like they were like, oh, we've gone off to change something about the finale of this film kind of thing. But it's still an amazing film. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you never actually, at the end of the second film, you never see the end of the Joker. Which, yeah. Which is the be- which is what always happened in like the comics. But I, I love that. It yeah, ends with him dangling like from that pole yeah. thing, saying, "We're gonna do this forever." And that's the last time you see him. Like, but just, for me, that adds so much. Like, like it's, that's such a sort of poignant moment when you yeah. reflect on it because he's like, "We're gonna do this forever." Because that's what the Joker and Batman do. He's his yeah. main villain. But then the the actor, obviously, they would never be able to go. They back can to never that. do it again. Like, so, like that's, that's it's an amazing way to finish it. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't be... wait to watch that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the second yeah. one's my favourite, but yeah. um, that that scene specifically was it's it's more it's much much different watching that. Knowing the context of yeah, yeah what's really like happened. when he came out, everyone knew. He did yeah. That, but... Well, what was the time of his death again before the film was released? It was after it was finished. Was, yeah, filming. finished filming. It was. Yeah. In, I'm sure it was in January two thousand and eight, and the film was out in like July or something. Yeah. So they pretty much filmed up most of it. But they couldn't do any reshoots because he was he was yeah. gone. So, but that that adds to me for me like bad to say, but like that. Well, it's not bad to say. It's just it's that added it added to the sort of art of the film. That yeah, definitely. That, the fact that you know, point you mentioned there about the fact we're gonna do this forever, but it's like it's tragic because yeah. they're not. You know, not, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Also, just one last point as well. Just the best comic book villains for me are the ones that you almost want to be on their side, and like Ra's al Ghul for me. If I was Bruce Wayne, I'd be like, yeah, I'll go and destroy Gotham for you. He's <laughs> <laughs> too cool a dude not to not to be on the side for you. Like, Yeah, so like, that's why he's such a great villain, because you do, 
you can understand his, his ideology and what he's yeah. trying to do kind of thing. But yeah. yeah, five out of five. Just quickly, one other film. Oh, one last thing on that. You've had about five one last things here. Right. No, no, sorry. Five out of five for Batman. Batman. Just quickly on Batman. <laughs> I've got a theory that Amazing Spider-Man is Batman Begins, basically. And that's why I've never been a big fan of it. But I'll do a video essay on that. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah. Check back for that. Uh, I watched the Power Rangers as well. Great film. Even better than the new Turtles films. Four out of five. Really? I, I loved it. Because <laughs> that, to me, looks like... Um, I remember when that was in production and they went through a few... Was it one or a few writers? But a few people got yeah. like fired from it because they, they'd not made it dark enough. Like, it wasn't dark enough. So they, yeah. they basically... Some some people wanted to write it as a much more comedic film, very much like Power Rangers is goofy. Yeah. Or they tried to make it so serious. So the end result is this Power Rangers film that's styled almost like Twilight. I mean, I mean it does feel young adult to me. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm okay with I mean, that. I've, I've seen you are a young adult. So. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Same to me. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this film as well. I actually quite like the film, but like it was dead goofy in like parts because like to me it felt just like a giant. Um, Krispy Kreme advert because <laughs> like there's this 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 like crystal in the film that they need like this the bad guys well bad girl woman whatever um is trying to get it Rita Repulsa and uh, <laughs> and she uh, and she asks well oh, where's this crystal and then uh the the, the one of, I think it's one of the Power Rangers it's yeah, like the, the uh, Ranger. only in the only in the best place on earth. And then it cuts to her in Krispy Kreme, just eating a Krispy Kreme. <laughs> <laughs> just like, what the fuck? But I, I like that kind of product placement where I'm not a big fan of when people are just drinking like Budweiser, you know, stuff like that. And it's just. You're doing it now? With, with yeah. the label <laughs> perfectly turned towards Yeah, the perfectly towards the camera. But when the actual product placement is part of the plot in the film, I'm fine with that. You know, if, if they had like. If the Dark Knight finished at KFC, I'd be like, yeah, I'm fine with that. Do <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? If like they had to go to KFC for some reason for a big fight, I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. I'd, I'd probably go to KFC. <laughs> oh, oh, me and you're gonna, me and you completely conflict on that. My favorite game of all time, Crazy Taxi. Product placement all over that game. I love it. KFCs, Pizza Huts. The, I didn't realise you were so like commercial. Oh, I, I've sold out long ago, me and Joe. So. <laughs> you sat there with Fly Emirates written on you. <laughs> yeah, but, right. uh, yeah. so that's, that was the last thing. Uh, Power Rangers 4 out of 5. Cool. All right. Well, um, anybody, any final points before we move on to our main film of the week? Happy to move on. Yep. Right. Film of the week, Grizzly Man. Great film. Well, well, well. We'll, we'll get we'll get Bye. to that. Great, <laughs> yeah. yeah I like. <laughs> That's the start of the review. Um, a synopsis: <clears throat> a devastating and heart-rending take on grizzly bear activists Timothy Treadwell and Amy Huguenard. I think that's right, yeah. Well who, were, who were killed in October of two thousand and three while living among grizzly bears in Alaska. So Timothy Treadwell's this character. So we like. Three of us have watched it. Sam, you've not watched it, are you? Well, I hadn't planned to be on the podcast, so but I'm, I'm here. So <laughs> yeah. You've been drafted in. I've been drafted in. Drafted Last in. minute call. <laughs> yeah, so Timothy Treadwell is a recluse. Well, I, I was going to start it off by asking you what you thought of Timothy Treadwell okay. as a character. Uh, there's a lot of his background in that they mentioned in I the mean, film. I'd like to get into what I think of him. <laughs> well, should we start at the start? Or <clears throat> should we just talk about it? Which whatever you guys want to do, I'm fine with. Uh, right. oh, okay, let's go with that. I mean, I mean yeah. I like to talk about him. Go for it. Nick. You no. don't have to ask my permission. <laughs> right. Well, 
I have, I actually think he's a bit of a dick. Yeah. If I'm honest with you, but like, but only for like certain reasons. Like he's clearly a lover of animals. He he, he obviously loves animals. Yeah. And I can't fault him on that. Um. But like, and I know, I know, I know. A lot of it's because he has mental issues. He's, he's gone through a lot of. I think didn't it say like yeah lost jobs, he lost girlfriends and heavy drink, hair, drugs and stuff, and and he had yeah. addictions and. I've got a couple of points. Can I can I go into that? Yeah, The he became an addict, drinking drugs because he missed out on an acting gig. Did he hear what the acting gig was? What was it? He went for the role of Woody, which was given to Woody Howelson on Shears. Yeah, yeah. Looking yeah, at him, yeah, you, can, yeah. you know what I mean? He, yeah. he, he could play that part. Yeah. <laughs> he, he said he was uh, second. Yeah. Well, um, he said he was second. Well, I yeah, think. of course, he said he was second. <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, I think, who were they talking to? It was his dad. His dad and mum, I think. Yeah. yeah. And his dad was like, we don't know how far second was from first, but like that's what that's what ruined him. Yeah. Um, can I just jump in there as well? Like, I feel like there's a lot of people in this film, that bit there, even the mum and dad are kind of like, he said he came second, as if to say, like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. did he really kind of Rolling her eyes. Like yeah. <laughs> and I'll come back to it later, but even, like, Werner Herzog on the on, on the voiceover, there's point, points where I feel like he's almost, not taking the piss, that's the wrong, wrong kind of word, but... Doubts. Almost Doubt. almost making fun, but very, yeah, you know, yeah. very subtly right, kind of okay. thing. But I'll come back to a few points I've got for that. Uh, I I picked up a bit on. I I didn't think it was so much that he was like sort of subtly making fun. I think he was presenting it in a way that was very much, oh, look at look at this incredibly sad story. But here's some points, you know. That... Yeah, can can I go into it? I've got a couple yeah. of points. If that's okay. Early on in the film, he, he's doing the voiceover and he's like, uh, Timothy Treadwell is at this nature reserve. Which is already well protected, <laughs> as if to say, <laughs> yeah. you know, because yeah. Timothy Treadwell's like, I'm here to protect the animals, and Werner Herzog's like, it's, it's a nature reserve, <laughs> like, you don't need to be there. <laughs> so I feel like he's getting a little, you know, a little, not dig, that's not the right word, but just pointing out the futility of what he's doing, kind of thing. So, like, to just jump on that, um, these videos in the film are most of it is shot by Timothy Treadwell. Um, he basically would film himself with the birds and he would catch these amazing moments mm. on film. No, there was some amazing shots. Yeah, really so well. like he, he's obviously, he knows what he's doing with a camera, but he just with the fact is if you put, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> when you put a camera in the middle of the forest and you start messing around with nature and start manipulating things, then stuff will happen that is like, an, it's an incredible moment that's been captured. But at the end of the day, he you could leave a camera anywhere. And you might catch something. Like, yeah, did you but... just, this is off, off the topic but well it's a similar topic did you hear about the whole rights thing where the there was there's a famous picture that was talked recently it's a gorilla taking a selfie right and so they were at the argument was who owns the rights to that photo because the the monkey the gorilla took the photo right and obviously animals don't have rights <laughs> but the guy's trying to claim it as his own photo because he set the whole scene up and he put his camera down but the gorilla came up and took it like that and took a selfie <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it ended up in court with uh, Peter saying that uh, the gorilla should be get, having the rights <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> so this was the argument so like it weren't just someone else claiming the right to it it was just 
have people saying the gorilla should have the rights to that picture. It was a step too far for animal activism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, basically saying, you're saying that gorillas are property and they can't have rights. It's like, yeah, I know the gorilla took the photo, but what? Like, <laughs> like, it's not, it's not it's got bad. a photo album. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they're saying that it's almost like the guy who left the camera and set the shot up, almost like he's he's living off... Almost like taking advantage of the gorilla or something yeah, like. like but he didn't harm the gorilla. He just put yeah. the camera down. The gorilla took this like incredible selfie. It's an amazing photo. But the, yeah, oh. that's so like that's what I was saying. Like you can put a camera in the forest and things will just happen. Yeah, is that yeah. what the point you were going to make? John? Oh no, sorry. What I was going to come on to was yeah. there's a bit you meant. Well, going off that way, you mentioned that Herzog mentions on the voiceover that like Treadwell sometimes picks up amazing images. But it's almost implying as if, like, he doesn't even know that he's doing it. He's yeah, getting, yeah, he's yeah, getting yeah. it, like... Yeah, yeah. So, again, it's just almost like this little kind of very sly, like, you know... Of course, sly. Yeah, and that's not like, the right word. I can't think of the right... Subtle... And making fun's not the right word, but, you know, just to show that, like, he doesn't... He's a bit of a clown. He doesn't know what he's doing kind of thing. Do you know I what I mean? Th- I think that outlook is right through the film, and I think that adds to the entire sort of experience that you're going looking at it with yeah. this weird slant on it. Totally. I might be adding to the, into the context of that, knowing what Werner Herzog's are like. is very depressive, nihilistic and stuff. And it's the kind of thing he probably would do, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he'd probably have a little kind of, like, pop at him kind of thing, but... Yeah. Yeah. He, he, some of the shots he caught, he, he captured, like, shots of foxes leaping across the grass... And like the, these incredible, like, oh, sort they of were video. amazing. Though. Oh, um, yeah, there's bears playing behind him or like scooping salmon, yeah, like out of the water. It's just these amazing moments that just happen that you don't normally see. Yeah, I loved all the fox stuff, that was amazing. That I loved the, all uh, that as well. Yeah. yeah, it was like his, it was like, it was like, just stick with the foxes, just stick with them, and like, yeah. They like you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, like, he, had, he had like a pet squirrel and stuff. Mm. Like, this guy just lived in the forest and. Yeah. Made friends with the animal. Well, he thought he made friends with the animal. I like the bit where they steal his baseball cap. And it's like, where's that fucking baseball cap? <laughs> no, that's, a lot. The thing is, though, there's a lot of scenes in it where it's unintentionally like really funny because you know the scene where they take his hat and he said, "You're genuinely feeling about it." This fox has nicked his hat. And he's like, "You yeah. better not take that back to the den." Yeah. And he's like going after this fox, swearing at him, and then yeah. the shot ends with him going, oh, "It's in the den." It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. <laughs> I was going to mention this before we started, but now we're going to mention it now. <clears throat> this, he does this this full, like, ages-long, almost, like, monologue of a bee that he's filming close up, and it's in a flower. And he's like, look at this worker bee. He died doing what he did, what he doing the pollinating, and, like, do, doing this whole scene. And he's, like, proper feeling dead sad for this bee that's died in a flower, and it's just yeah. still there. And he's like saying, "Look, look at this. Look how, like, look how sad it is." And then <laughs> the camera shot sort of changes, and the bee moves, <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, he moved. Maybe he was sleeping." <laughs> it's just, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> like, it's just the best. It's definitely a character in it, like that. Like, oh yeah, like, yeah. Obviously, there's a quote I wanted to bring up on the film um, where they were talking about why the birds didn't eat him any sooner, and I'm going to use the words that we used in the film. The guy who was explaining it, saying maybe the bears didn't need him because he was mentally retarded, yeah. which which is which is possible, which is probably not true, but that's if you want to take a sort of a different look at it. Yeah, like the bears almost consider them kind of. They're like, well, they're like this. This is obviously a weird, a weird guy. <laughs> Find him non-threatening. Yeah, yeah, like a non-threatening. Like who's this guy dancing around mm. in the flowers? You know what I mean? mm. But then, yeah. yeah, just going off with like his character and stuff, and him being an addict, that kind of thing. Again, going back to Herzog, he's, he, 
he's very interested in obsession. All his films are about obsession. He's done another one called Into the Abyss, which is about like interviewing a guy on death row, which is amazing as well. But I feel that he was interested in in this story because Treadwell was an addict. He was obsessed with stuff. And he traded that addiction for like an obsession with bears and what have you. Yeah. But it's like he's traded one really unhealthy obsession for another one. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> find some middle ground kind of thing. You know what I mean? He's gone from one extreme to the other. Yeah, I just find that really... Yeah, I can imagine that being a hurt sod kind of thing to get into, like, yeah. So I've got a few other points, if that's okay. Uh, Over it. Uh, I think you kind of alluded to this earlier. It probably wouldn't have put him off that the film was basically shot for him already. Yeah. In terms yeah. of doing a documentary, he's got like eighty percent of his already, <laughs> the work's already done for you. Just got to do, do a bit of voiceover and then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you know, what I mean, in terms of an appealing, appealing project, it's like yeah, I can knock that on my lunch hour kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think actually, you mentioned Nick. Uh, some of the some of the people who were interviewed, you weren't totally happy with. Uh, yeah, I just like some of the. I think do you know the woman that had these? Uh, in fact. It's just everyone as a whole that was being interviewed. It felt, it, it, it felt like everyone was just acting, and it didn't feel real at any point in the interviews. It always like there's one bit where uh, I think it's the uh, the the director. What's his name again? Uh, Werner Herzog. I think it was him giving this woman like a watch of. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, that was the coroner. That oh, John was mentioned the coroner? Earlier, then, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Uh, sorry, it's the coroner giving the watch them, and uh, and he's like. Here, I have brought you a watch of Timothy's for you to keep. Oh. <laughs> and it felt really acted, and, and I, I, I never believed any of it. It just, yeah. Very wooden. Like, yeah. yeah. But that's it. I, I felt that added to those scenes because it, it felt I... out completely. Like, do you know, almost like Twin Peaks season one, where it's just this really strange sort of situation. You're yeah. watching a situation that's weird anyway. And then you've got weird scenes like that where yeah. he's like, here's his watch. I want you to have it. And it's just like, yeah. it's all just odd. And, and it's like, oh, so just quickly going off that point, like, it's a weird one because it's like if we were in a documentary, we wouldn't be ourselves. We'd be portraying ourselves in a certain way to try and come across okay. So we would seem like we were wooden, you know what I mean? It'd be like, I, I, I'm not sure, hello, I'm, Nick, we're not, doing I, a documentary. I'm not sure if I agree with that point. I don't think I'd be that wooden. I mean, I might be, but, <laughs> but I don't think I would be. But um, apart from that, there was another character. I think Joe wanted to talk about this guy. It's, yeah. It is the coroner. Yeah, the coroner. Um, like... He's the most Twin Peaks character I've ever seen. <laughs> he, was, he was a character and a half, wasn't yeah. he? The way the way he's um, the way he was telling a story about how how he died, like Timothy Treadwell and his girlfriend. He's just the most theatrical performance you can imagine from yeah. a coroner talking about and he, how it went down. And I don't know if he ever heard the tape of how he died. He probably did, um, but the way he was like really passionately telling you how it happened is like you love your job as a coroner <laughs> yeah like and I think it's must be right after that scene when Werner Herzog's actually in the film so I think the only time he's in the film listening to the tape yeah yeah. I've got the quote there when he tells the ex-girlfriend sorry just to just oh, put sorry. this in context the, the tape he, when he died it was actually there's an audio recording of that yeah so that's what this tape is yeah so the, the girlfriend knows there's an audio recording of him dying and they've got photos at the coroner's office. And his advice to a Werner Herzog is, you must never listen to this. And ne- you should never look at the photos at the coroner's. But if someone told me that, I'd be like, I'll have to go and have a look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he, he's listening to the recording. Yeah. And he's like, can you turn it off? Just because he just can't, he can't handle, can't it, handle it. To it. Yeah. And he's like, 
you must destroy this tape. <laughs> he basically says that it's going to be the white elephant in the room for like her entire life if she doesn't destroy it. Yeah. And the, like there are there are versions online that most people think are fake, but you never know. Well, there could be a real one. Out there. I mean, we 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 found this today, didn't we? This. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's so it's like a two minute clip and. What from what I heard, it's like it is really, it's blood curdling. It really is like it made me feel a bit queasy, like the this yeah, recording, but it, like. But that's the, that's the thing. I I think it, I've not listened to it, but I'm, I'm going to just say it's fake. Yeah, I mean it, that's I it. it. Could be, I mean, yeah. when I listened yeah. to it, I I didn't even I don't know why I didn't consider this. It's the internet, so it, it I should have <laughs> considered it. But um, like so, when I was listening to it, like I was I like John said, I felt almost a bit sick. I was just like, oh god, this is horrible. Because like there's these screams which they just they literally just go through your body. You're like, oh god, this is horrible. As mm. a sound designer though, like what you could do is like I could record myself just screaming in agony, and then if I just like bite an apple, it'll sound like a bone crunching. Oh, it so you just it, you can put different sound effects and stuff. In I like didn't that. really. Um, Show any like bone crunching? You heard you heard a bear grunt every now and then. Um, I mean, I could not. I'm but, just, all I'm saying but, is I could knock a fake version of this. Yeah, I, I, I'm guessing you. Can could. you do that? Can we hear your fake version of this? <laughs> just get one recorded. Yeah. Edit yours into the podcast at, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not got time for that. Side side project. <laughs> but on the on the subject of uh, like some of the people being interviewed i think like the one person in that was getting interviewed that i actually almost believed i, I think he was in like a hangar uh, there's some guy getting interviewed and he was pro he was actually getting angry about something yeah was it uh, the, the, the the pilot the plane yeah guy? i think so but yeah. like he, he he was just like stood in a hangar uh he, he seemed to be like a bit of a big guy kind of thing mm. but he, I, I think he was more concerned about the woman um, yeah, put uh, her in danger. Uh, yeah, because he, he he proper getting dead dead angry about it, and like yeah. I believed him. Everyone else just felt far too acted and wouldn't let like you say. Well, going off from that, like he got a lot of hate mail. They mentioned at the start of the film, and Timothy Treadwell. You know, just in general, people were like, "What? You know, don't be a fucking idiot." You know, grizzly bears eat Democrats and liberals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. And then later in the film, when he's actually at one of the nature reserves, people have left messages for him carved into the wood and stuff. Well, that's it. Like people were like hunting him. Well, not hunting him down, but they were like trying, like finding him, weren't they? Yeah. Out there? I mean, so, he like, shouldn't have been there, really, should he? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but yeah, they're definitely uh, like, a. There's bit that creepy. scene where like there's like a boat, uh, like a boat full of people, um, and and he's there in the bushes, like going, I don't want them to see me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was just sat there going, I'm. They've heard you or seen you. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Sat in the boat going. She'll turn around, just clearly look at him, and she's like. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean, like, like the, it's it's no more than like like from me to you almost, yeah. John. And, and, and he's there, like, like he's not whispering by any. He's just like, yeah. I don't want these people to hear me. It's like. Yeah, he's such an odd character. Said, I don't want these people to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a South Park episode or something. Yeah. Like, like Ben, uh, ben uh, Joe mentioned looking for man bear pig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd say Timothy Treadwell is a South Park character. He's just he's yeah, just doesn't know it. Tropes for it. <laughs> like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like what I was saying before about his character. Like I do think he's definitely an animal lover, but what, I, what the, he... the fact he put himself in that situation, like it's. That, like he's supposed to love bears, but he's put himself in that situation where he could be killed by a bear, and then a bear had to be killed because of it. 
Well, he literally like, says, like, I, like I, I will die for these bears I know, but, earlier on mm. in the film. I know, did. but he, he literally said, I won't bring a weapon with me. I'd, like, I'd rather die from a bear attack. But, like, he didn't even consider the fact that that bear would then be killed because of that. Yeah. That bear could have lived on if he hadn't been a twat. And... <laughs> I, th- I think as well, though, like, a lot of people blame him for the death of the other woman. Who apparently was scared of bears. Yeah. She, she didn't was, like yeah. bears at all, and she was just she would just happened to be in a relationship with him. I, th- I don't know. I, they, they never came out and said well, what the relationship. Oh well, it's in funny into it. It kind of it skirts around it a bit, doesn't yeah. it? It kind of almost like says like he had women that, that visited her every now and yeah. then, like a cult like, leader almost. Almost like that, like 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 as if she weren't the only one who'd come out to visit him and spend the night with him or something, um, like. So, like, she weren't his girlfriend. She was just kind of one that was there with him at the time. Yeah, and, like, there's a whole scene of him, like, talking to camera about, like, how he's rubbish with women and stuff. He wishes he was better with women and they all think he's a creep and stuff. And uh, he wishes he was gay because he thinks that would yeah. be, be easier. It's like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, it's very uh, interesting character. <laughs> yeah, completely delusional. Yeah. I, think, I, think, I, I think his heart was in the right place. But That's the thing, isn't it? You mentally... Know, he didn't. He wasn't. He can't have been all there. He's yeah. Like, what What they say in the film is that in that Alaskan community, he crossed the line basically. Now they that community respects the bears. Now you respect the bears by not messing about with. Yeah, nature. not taking the piss, kind of. Yeah, thing, like, like don't yeah. don't take the piss as much as you are well meaning. You're causing probably more damage. Like not necessarily with the bears bit, but he he made he manipulated the rocks at one point to help the fish swim down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like swim down a sort of rock. I'd, what would you call that rock stuff? Uh, like, like, a, a like a fish ladder, basically. Once it yeah. like yeah, so like, like a... you manipulated that so they all had a, a nice stream to go down. Yeah, it's like why? What are you doing? Yeah, it's like it's, it's nature. Like it will sort itself out. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so like literally, like it's some people were saying like it's just obscene what he was doing. That you're literally going into this like nature reserve and just messing around. And yeah, just doing doing your own thing there. That's like the. First rule that you just shouldn't mess with nature, like other BBC documentaries, like they'll show you that at the end of like the ten minutes at the end of it, they'll show you how they filmed it. But yeah, they'll they'll sort of they'll show sort of like gruesome stuff where they could help out or like where an elephant's like it has an injured leg where it's been left behind where they can't they don't go pick the elephant up take it to a vet or something, yeah. someone that can help. It's like they have to leave that because that's that's nature and that is what has what has happened. They can't. Can't change fear. nature's course, like yeah. There's a bit where he comes across like a dead cub from like one mm. of the bears, and the bird, the the cub had been like killed, I think, by other bears because that's just what happens in nature. Like yeah. grizzly bears, they them they'll kill the child the child cub so that the mother will stop producing like milk, and then the mother is like fertile again, and so he can get his rocks off. Basically, yeah. that's what happens in nature in bears. And when he went and found like this dead baby like baby bear it's like his mind just it just forgot all the terrible stuff that could happen and he was like look how sad this is like look how sad it's like that is that is the definition of like nature do you know what i mean yeah yeah definitely yeah it's taken like a weird look at it which i think makes the whole (laughs) yeah it's kind of like werner herzog how you pronounce that yeah he's took a weird slam view at timothy treadwell who took a weird slam view to an extreme looking at bears which is a weird story anyway oh sorry there's one quote and I didn't make a note of it but he was saying like this is where I disagree with Timothy Treadwell he has a, a belief in, on life of like 
bears having kinship and, and, you know, everything nice and happy, blah, blah, blah. But with my viewpoint, is life is chaos, hostility and murder. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just amazing. Like, like yep, Werner, you're pretty much right. <laughs> right I've got the quote for you here. I'll, I'll read it out. And what haunts me is that in all the faces of all the birds that Treadwell ever filmed, I discover no kinship, no understanding, no mercy. I see only the overwhelming indifference of nature. To me, there is no such thing as a secret world of the birds. And this blank stare... This was whilst the video shot of the bird was on. As this blank stare... As this blank... And this blank stare speaks only of a half-bored interest in food. But for Timothy Treadwell, this bear was a friend, a saviour. And now he, he does that quote over this footage where you're looking at a bear and he is, he's got this look about him where he's like, I'm, just, yeah. I'm, I'm hungry. Yeah. That's, that's just because that's what nature is. That's what the bear is. Can I ask, could you just quickly Google chaos, hostility and murder with Herzog? I'm sure that there's an amazing quote with that as well. Oh. <laughs> Reenacting the scene of his death. Uh, Apologies if, it's, if I'm killing time here, but... I found the quote uh, yep. that you're on about. I believe the common denominator of the universe is not harmony, but chaos, hostility, and murder. That's it. Because yeah. <laughs> Treadwell had this big, like, diatribe of, like, you know... Yeah. No, I really like that. <laughs> yeah, it's great. But Werner Herzog is such an interesting character. Yeah. Uh, he, makes, he makes fiction films, he makes documentary films, he acts, you know, he was in a... Jack Reacher is the bad guy. <laughs> I've, I've, yeah, I've, I've got another quote that is from Herzog on, on Herzog, which I've never seen. Oh, right. But um, this is in a similar sort of level as that. I am fascinated by the idea that our civilization is like a thin layer of ice upon a deep ocean of chaos and darkness. This <laughs> 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 is just fantastic. It's spot on. <laughs> All right, have we uh, got any final points before we get to our ratings? I think I'm watching a couple, a couple of scenes to mention. Yeah. Uh, like, there's a bear fight in the middle of the film where <laughs> you find out one of the bears has pooed itself during the fight. Oh, yeah, I was going to mention this. <laughs> and he stood over the poo, just pointing at it, and then he does, like, a whole com- like fight commentary, going, well, you know, you fought well, but you, you took a few punches, and it's like... <laughs> it's just such a weird character. Like, it's, it's when he, he touches it, though. I was going to say, yeah. was, was that the same poo? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. He's, he's, he's talking about, oh, this came from my... my, my Lady or whatever he says. This came from inside of her. I know, yeah. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing ever, but <laughs> I, this is part of her. And he and he literally starts touching it, doesn't he? Like like this is part of her. Yeah. This has come from inside of her. It's like what are you doing? It's quite a camp character, isn't it? You know he what is, I mean? That's the way he comes across. Yeah. But there's another bit with where he just goes on a a swearing rant when he's talking about the park service, oh, trying to fill the ab- scene. He's going absolutely insane. Yeah. Just fu- fucking this, fucking that. But Werner Herzog just like mutes him and just does the voiceover. <laughs> it was like, we couldn't play this bit because he has an attack on the park service. <laughs> Still leave it in though. Still leave yeah. It in. yeah that, so then the last two points. I'd, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was going to finish off by saying I enjoyed the music in the film. I thought that was good. Mm. I thought it was appro- yeah. appropriate music. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just and just the way it was structured, I, I thought it was good. It was a good documentary structure. Yeah, definitely. On a strange, interesting subject matter. Yeah. Shot in a great way, and you know, yeah, it was really good. Should we give ratings? Yep. Um, I'm probably gonna give this four and a half stars out of five. I'm not far away from giving it five. I don't know whether I'll give it five. I might do one day, but right now it's four and a half. Okay, oh, don't. Nick, I'll be going with a four. I really enjoyed it. Um, like I say, some of the interviews just um, 
seem too active for me. And I know that you said that um, I did for you, but for me, it took away from it for me. So four out of five. John? Oh, <laughs> look at it in a minute. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you, based on what you've heard. Yeah. I, I'm not going to give a rating. Um, but yeah, from, what, from, <laughs> from what you've said, it's, it sounds like it's going to be, be an interesting watch. I want to get around to it. get around to watching it then. I think it said it's the running time on it, Sam, is 104 minutes. So it's not a, a long watch. Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. You can cram that in, definitely. Yeah. Um, I'm going five stars. Loved it. I feel like I'm giving everything, everything five nowadays, but yeah, five stars. Cool. I need to check out Moby's documentaries. Uh, Into the Abyss is amazing. You guys would love that, I think. Yeah, I don't actually think I've ever watched any, William. Um, um, we saw the trailer for Lo and Behold when we went to watch. Uh, the Louis Theroux film last year and that looks really interesting oh, as well. Oh, right, okay. I'm yeah. sure you mentioned that at the time. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, check out a couple of some of his films. I'm sure you'll enjoy them. Yeah. Yep. Right. Sounds good. All right, well, uh, let's finish off there for the week. Uh, who wants to do the social media this week? All right, I guess it's me, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'll start off by saying my uh, personal one, which is at DSTE Nick on Twitter. Get the most important one out of the way, your personal one before the main show. <laughs> well, we'll, do, we'll come to that at the end. <laughs> um, does anyone else want to give out the personal Twitters? Um, at Rubik's Football, which might be a bit more active now the Prem season has started. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm at Taylor1980. I'm at Yeah, It's Joe. And uh, we, we have our main Twitter account, which is at DST Podcast. Uh, go ahead and follow us over there. Uh, tweet us. Uh, any feedback and all that jazz. Yep. I mean, we have an Instagram, which is at DST Podcast and the number four, if you want to follow us there or wherever. Um, Likes his numbers, Jono. Yeah, yep. loves his numbers. Um, but we've, 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 reached, we've not long ago, we've uh, launched a facebook page which is facebook.com forward slash dst podcast i don't think anyone ever actually searches that but like let's like i, I was you, gonna say i was gonna say like it like that's the url but you can just type in don't spoil the ending podcast on in on facebook and you can find it yeah. as well so good stuff all right well uh i've enjoyed the show this week guys yeah i think that's good. my stock answer of this part of the show it's like just before <laughs> the ending i go well i've had fun this week guys <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no i've i've enjoyed this show it's been a good one i think yeah um, cheers yeah uh i'm just to just put, put this out there i'm not leaving the show but i'm going to take a few weeks off I've got some other projects to deal with that might one day come out um so i've got some stuff to do so I, yeah, I, Joe's leaving the show. Yeah, so Hi, Joe. <laughs> so I'm probably going to continue doing the editing for a while. Um, and then I think my next episode is probably going to be the Game of Thrones finale. I'd like to guest on Nick and John, your show. Yeah, yeah. that's... that's. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've requested this because I really yeah. want you to myself, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'd like to be on it. Um, so as, as the usual host, I don't know who I'm handing the reins over to. But who, I think we can just take it in turns, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, whoever I hand it over to, I'm sure I'm leaving it in passably capable hands. Yep. I'm sure we'll have a somewhat acceptable product at the end of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't, don't, we won't quote you on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. All right. Well, um, let's let's finish that. Cool. Fantastic. Cool. Right. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye. I did have a poem, but I'm not gonna like. Oh really? Well, I was gonna do a little four-word poem. I was gonna like, you know, me leaving poem. Oh. Roses are red, 
violets are blue. Fuck you guys. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> That's more than four words. <laughs> Play <laughs> 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 you said words, I was like... <laughs> <laughs>